Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? Happy New Year and all that malarkey. I know it's a bit late, but January's one of my busiest months of the year and I've been a bit late publishing the show. So, but here I am. In this show, I'm going to be chatting a lot about public listed company Reach PLC. This year, because this year and throughout the decade, I've decided to slightly span my strategy into activist investing. Now, unlike most other forms of activism, political activism, eco-activism, animal rights activism, I'm talking about shareholder activism and the investment strategy consisting of billions of pounds under management across the whole world. The total assets managed by the top 10 activist, fund, activist funds, that is $600 billion, and, and this has grown a lot in the last 10 decades. More money washes around within the shareholder activist arena than in all other activist arenas combined. Throughout this decade, retail investors will start to embark upon activism with the shares that they own and the, in the companies that they have shares with and social media driven shareholder activism is growing a lot. But the growth is mainly concentrated in America, but many UK and other global companies are maneuvering towards this change. UK's biggest broker, Hargreaves Lansdowne, they just offered clients the ability to vote on the shares they own. Tulip Share is another broker focusing solely on shareholder activism. BlackRock just let their clients vote on the shares that they hold with BlackRock. So in a nutshell, shareholder activism is slowly indirectly being commercialised. I'm looking to expand this to the UK and I'm looking to gain a lot of help from others, retail and institutional. But the first company I'm targeting is Reach PLC. I will be lobby I will be lobbying shareholders on my proposal, putting it to executives, acquiring public awareness, and calling for a change at the company. Now, this must not be construed as financial and in, and or investment advice. Reach to me is a risky investment. I'll put the risk at 70% and the reward at around 500%. Currently, as we speak, that may change is a fundamental change. So I'm willing to risk 70, pound in every, 70 pence in every £1 invested in order to capture a potential reward of turning that £1 into £6. But there's a good chance I will lose 70% of my money in reach. There's a small chance I could time my money by six. That's, as, that's currently as we speak. And this is why I want to change reach PLC. But reach PLC equals risk. So plainly speaking, do your own research. This must not be construed as investment and or financial advice. So back to the company. What is Reach PLC? It's a media company specialising in news and tabloids. Two areas currently being disrupted. Most people would not have heard of Reach, but most people will have heard of at least one of his brands. Reach owns over 130 national and local brands, both print and online. Daily Star, Daily Express, The Mirror, OK Magazine, Echo, My London, and The Daily Echo, plus many, many more. So I'm sure many of you listeners would have heard of at least one of those, let alone all the other brands that they own. Reach PLC went public on the stock exchange in 1993 at a price of £2. This year will be Reach's 30th 
anniversary is a listed company. Throughout the 30 years, Ricci's share price has dropped over 60%. If you factor in inflation, that's a massive loss for, loss for investors who invested in Reach in the 90s. And bear in mind, this was during one of the biggest bull markets in the history of mankind, the 90s to now. Yet, Reach decided not to participate in this bull market. It's quite bad. So what's going on? What's happening at Reach PLC? Why is it such a shit show? Well, I'm going to focus on, well, I'm going to talk about three points. One being the problem with Reach PLC. I'm going to talk about my proposal and I'm going to talk about my plan. Without trying to lose you guys in a world of numbers and data, I'm going to focus more on the fundamentals and will state some of the main numbers. So I'm going to simplify this as much as possible. So now now let's look at the problem. Why is this happening? Why is Reach PLC such a crappy dead stock? I've pinpointed it to five main key reasons, and I'll simply explain them. Reason one, first up is its finances and accounts. In 2017, five years ago, Reach PLC took £623 million, and out of that, it spewed a profit of £63 million. So, Reach in 2017, Reach's profit was roughly 10% of its revenue. In 2021, Reach turned over £615 million and spewed out a profit of £3 million. So its profit to its revenue was only 0.5%. £3 million of £615 million is 0.5%. So their income has fallen in the last five years and its profits have crashed. Their profit margins have fallen over 95% throughout the same period and the year 2018 reach lost 119 million pound and the year 2020 it lost 26 million pound but this was due to the pandemic so looking at the last five years reaches yearly revenue average really average yearly revenue stands at 652 million pound so across 130 brands they're taking roughly 5 million pound per brand on average now let's look at their assets and debt. Reach's total liabilities is £613 million and this needs restructuring. Reach's cash is £43 million, that's quite low. And its pension and retirement obligations, that equates to £185 million. And this is a massive problem for them. Reach's market cap, aka its valuation, which is what the stock market values it at, is 270 million pounds and the stock is trading around the 85 pence mark. 18 months ago, summer 2021, Reach's stock traded at a nice price of £4 a share. So during the last 18 months, Reach's stock has dropped nearly just short of 80%. So if we look at the historic share price, Reach could, could hit £4 plus it. £4 a share again. However, that's a big however. For Reach to hit £4 a share or higher, it must reform its business. It's a case of evolve or dissolve. Become anti-fragile or die. Not just, it business, not just the business model, 
but also the finances. But the business model is the key because if REACH reforms the business model, the finances will automatically fall into place. Reason two why REACH is having such a big problem. Tabloids are going obsolete. Social media is breeding competition that is eating the breakfast, lunch and dinner of REACH PLC's brands. If you go and ask loads of 18 to 25 year olds, go and ask them what the Daily Express is or what the Mirror is, chances are they wouldn't have a clue what you're saying. Some people who used to consume REACH content now consume content elsewhere because the content is diverse and much better quality. And this better quality and diverse content can be taken from social media and online. People have a large, when it comes to social media and the internet, people have a large choice. They can consume what they want, when they want, how they want it. And there's a diverse range of content that they could choose from. Mainstream media doesn't offer this choice and the diverse content. We see this play out daily. Here's a few examples. The world's highest ratings presenter, it's not a TV guy, it's a podcast called Joe Rogan. Russell Brand, his live streaming show is pissing all over Sky News, the ratings of Sky News, GB News, Talk TV, C4 and others. Only BBC, LBC and a few others outperform Russell Brand's show. Yet to most people, Russell Brand is a mainstream. But go check his ratings. He performs most mainstream outlets. He outperforms most mainstream outlets. This change in consumer behaviour is due to social media and this change is got a lot more to go. It's only just to start, in my opinion. Why? Because Gen Z, if we just look at Gen Z, they're consuming news, not from papers, radio or TV, but from platforms like TikTok, IG, Twitter, Discord, Reddit, Telegram, this is hurting Reach PLC's income because their brands aren't producing content for a mass market. And Gen Z and millennials aren't consuming their content. Reach PLC's brands produce content for a small minority group, especially their national brands. This minority is a very old ageing consumer and is part of Reach's declining consumer base. Not many millennials and Gen Z consume any of Reach PLC's brands. So when the boomers pop their clogs, Reach PLC will go to the graveyards with them, especially it's, old, especially it's more traditional brands and it's more old, it's brands with a consumer base which is very, very old. It's Daily Express is a perfect example of that. And when they do go to the graveyard, they'll leave shareholders holding the bag. Reach PLC doesn't have growth as its main objective. And the crap executives talk typical bullshit. Reach doesn't have the cash to invest, so it can't invest into upgrading its model and digitalizing its business, which is not why it needs to reform itself to attract capital or to embark upon savings to redistribute the capital saved towards investing into modernising the company, the operations and the brands. This being the case, Reach PLC needs to run a full examination into the long-term sustainability of tabloids and the financial fallout from them going obsolete. 
because for each PLC will be affected and the finances will be affected through tabloids going obsolete. Personally, I think Reach needs to end tabloid sales, not end, phase out tabloid sales in shops. It's a loss-making business and it drains finances and resources. Reason three, shitty content. Content that does not go down well with the majority of Britain. Let me give you an example of the content derived from the boomer mindset in Reach PLC. Now, this isn't a joke. These are titles and headlines from the Daily Express. Here's just a few examples, and they exemplify what I mean. The first one is, Carrie from Sex in the City has a new boyfriend. <laughs> the second one is, Marathon Runner uses gel to cure sore knees. Another one is, Mike Tyndall horsing around Down Under. Another article, Lisa Marie Presley's custody battle. Jon Snow's secret to live in 90. That's probably the most logical one, a lot to be fair. Because a lot of old people buy the Daily Express, so I'm sure they'd read that one. Because they want to live to 90. Well, half of them aren't even probably, probably nearly 90. Another article... The grave was based on the grave of a Civil War bloke from Montana in America. Some fucker called Colonial George Custer. I mean, you've got to admit, it's absolutely bonkers. This is content that attracts a minority of people. It, oh, plainly speaking, it's shit content. Most people don't give two craps about Jon Snow or Lisa Marie Presley or Mike Tyndall or some Civil War bloke called George Custer. These only, they're only for a minority audience. Mike Tyndall, they only be for the audience who love the monarchy. But it's not, that's, that's not a big audience. They're not buying papers because they want to read crap about the monarch. People want fast, edgy, idealistic, contrarian and cutting edge content, content, not crap like this. Now, as a business, we should ask itself, why are we selling content that doesn't cater to the majority of Britain? Why are we selling content to a declining audience? Because the best way to go broke in business is to keep selling the product into a declining market. And this is what Reach PLC is doing. Yeah, what the executives are doing? Fuck all, they're just milking the company dry. Reason four. Reach PLC has a bloated an ageing workforce, and it's quite un unproductive. Um, Reach PLC is roughly 4,000 staff, the same amount as DMGT, which is Daily Mail's parent. Yet DMGT's income is £230 million higher than Reach's income. Reach PLC and DMGT have roughly the same amount of, employee of employees, but DMGT's income is 35% higher than Reach's. So you could blatantly see why Reach needs to reduce and automate the workforce as soon as possible. They're paying 4,000 people to produce the same income that DMGT produces with just 3,000 people. It's unsustainable. Reason five, centralisation. Reach PLC has a diverse range of brands, but its operations are centralised. <coughs> 
Some of the world's largest media outlets don't even have 13 brands, let alone 130 brands. Within this diverse range of brands, reach only focuses on two main operations. Tabloids and websites, both rely mainly on advertising themselves. But because tabloids are going obsolete, Reach's income will fall in line with the decline in tabloid circulation. The demand for tabloids has been falling for a long time and it's going to fall until tabloids die. It's a fact. Reach needs to do what brands like Talk TV done, what The Times done and what Global Media have done. They need to expand and decentralise their operations. Podcasts, live streaming, chat shows, radio, digital communities and subscriptions. Reach owns 130 brands, but these brands are not independent of Reach, meaning a minority of people are trying to manage a large majority of the UK's news brands. Too centralised. Reach, reach is too centralised, so they can only focus on quantity, not quality. And as with the examples of the titles I've given, kind of shows that the quality isn't it. It's shite. One of Reach's main problems is that it's a puppet master trying to showcase 130 puppets with one hand. Performance in the last 30 years has proven this centralised model is failing. So it must be decentralised. These are the five main reasons why Reach PLC is underperforming, failing and losing market share. But executives have their fingers in their ears. Saying, la, 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 we don't want to hear. The boomer executive mindset in Reach is a burden on his share price. And I'm going to war with this mindset. So I'll summarise. Reason one. Finances are a mess and they need restructuring. Reason two, reach has a decline in consumer base because tabloids are going obsolete. Three, poor quality. Content is shit and bad quality doesn't cater to a large audience. Under 40s like me are giving a big two fingers up to reach's network of brands. Four, bloated and aging workforce that's underperforming and saddening Reach with a lot of pension obligations. Reason five, Reach is too centralised and the business operations aren't diverse enough. They only rely on website and newspaper ads plus the sales of newspapers. I personally think Reach should decentralise itself and expand, and expand into financial news, a rapidly growing area. So if Reach, PLC, if Reach PLC reformed this business model and modernised its content, then his finances could become a lot more stronger. This reform requires at least one in four staff laid off and an investment into automation. Reach needs to recruit young blood to produce good quality content for millennials and Gen Z. As I mentioned, it also needs to diversify its operations and expand into financial news and move into podcasts and live streaming. Financial news, podcasts and live streaming. Three areas that are currently gold rushes. Now, it's all good focusing on the problems, but how will we will we resolve these problems? 
What proposal is strong enough to win over shareholders and turn Reach PLC into a billion pound plus company? Well, here's a few extracts from my proposal. I won't go into it too deep, because I'll be here for ages, and over the next few months I'll be publishing a lot more details online. So do keep an eye out if you're interested in this. But here are a few main changes I propose. Right, first change. Reach PLC must move its HQ and downgrade because Reach PLC is paying top dollar for office space in Canary Wharf. Out of all media outlets, somehow, for some reason, Reach has its operations not in Fleet Street or in London Bridge, where many media outlets have their operations. It has it in London's financial capital. Top dollar prime office space. Drop it out, move HU, save money. This change will save much money on rent and it comes with no risk. Alongside this, they must evaluate their costs and look to cut unprofitable and unproductive sludge that's lurking around. Second, these wholesale clear out of journalists and managers on top wages producing articles that aren't gaining attention or winning over new audiences. As I mentioned, one in four staff need to be laid off. Reach should then recruit 400 young blood journalists, hungry young blood journalists who can construct content for for an audience not currently consuming Reach PLC's content. These two changes would reduce the whole workforce by 15% as a whole. If you factor in 25% getting laid off and 400 new recruits coming on board. Like the first change, this will save money. It saves, I've estimated it to be, roughly 29 to £32 million each year. And the new recruits will bring modern content to the table. Their sole aim should be producing content solely for millennials and Gen Z. So these, change, these two changes in the workforce produces savings, plus modernisation, plus growth. Three positive outcomes. Now, because Reach's workforce will fall by 15%, Reach will need to reinvest some of the savings into automating this loss of productivity. So they'll get rid of 15% of the workforce, and let's say half of the £30 million in savings could go to automating this loss. This provides Reach with zero loss in productivity, and a net savings of around £15 million per year. The end goal is savings without a loss of productivity. The modernisation of the content through recruiting Youngblood is a perk on top of this. This isn't irrational, because look what just happened with Buzz, BuzzFeed. Their share price is up 450% in the last 30 days, because they're automating their workforce. Last month, BuzzFeed was worth... $95 million. Now it's worth, I think, around $530 million. Shareholders in BuzzFeed are very happy because BuzzFeed executives are performing. They're successfully performing their share, their fiduciary duty. To reach PLC needs to do the same tactic. And if they don't, us shareholders should replace executives with new people who can do the job. I'm going to soon email Reach's CEO, Jim Mullin. Muggy Jim Mullin, I call him. Uh, 
I'm going to tell him, if you can't produce what BuzzFeed's produced, then our shareholders will, at some point, replace you with someone who can do the job. I'm sure he ain't going to like it. And he doesn't even have a Twitter account. But it'll probably resolve... Well, he... Even if he even if he reads the email, maybe it might result to investor relations spins. Or maybe a hedge. The days of the city CEO the days of city CEOs hiding behind PR campaigns and investor relations, they're finished. They're over. You can see what's happened in America in the past couple of years just to realise what's gonna to come to the UK. And Jimmy Ladd will soon realise this. Third. They need to decentralise many of the brands and convert them into subsidiaries, letting them become autonomous and run free, resulting in these brands providing better quality. The fourth change, an expansion into financial news, a rapidly growing area. Fifth change, like I mentioned before, Reach needs to expand into podcasts and live streaming, two areas that will contribute towards the end of tabloids. So, expanding into podcasts and live streaming is a one could say it's a type of hedge for reach PLC's business for when obsolete when when tabloids go obsolete. Sixth change, invite one young entrepreneur and young one young media specialist to the board of directors. Diversify the age and end the boomer mindset. The young blood on the board can be the bridge towards the millennial and Gen Z audiences. I think board member Denise Yeager Needs to get voted off the board if she doesn't produce within throughout the year. Seventh change, restructure its debt. Eighth change, it needs to troll digital newspapers. What do I mean when I say that? It needs to, well, digitalise its newspaper. So offer a new subscription. So print may be dying, but digital isn't. Let's give you an example. So for £20 a month, subscription you will get a digital daily express or a mirror newspaper sent to your email address every single morning. I think something like this should be trialled. This trial can could gain new consumers who never pay for printed newspapers. This trial must be solely for targeting those who don't buy newspapers. Even if, I'll probably, probably say the age range would be maybe 30 to 50 with that. Um, I would, yeah, that's one change I think should happen. I believe that should be, there should be a trial that should occur. The trial can gain new consumers. And if the trial gains new consumers who never pay for printed newspapers, then something should happen there. If, if successful, this one change would cost nothing to implement. There's the eight main changes that need to occur, and I have a crap load of other potential changes that I will soon publish. A load of little ones. I am adamant these changes that will all form a new business model, they will be successful for the company. It's staff, the UK economy, HMRC, and God forbid, maybe our shareholders can reap a bit of cream from it. To be honest, there are many, many ways to change Reach PLC's business because it is underperforming on a massive scale. So there are many options to look at when it comes to changing the company. The eight I'll talk about, I believe, 
will be strong enough to save Reach PLC from going obsolete, and he will be strong enough to bring it into the 21st century. I shall publish them in due course. Here is one possible very large change. It's not part of my proposal, by the way. It's separate, and I'm only exploring a bit of it just for observation, maybe down the line, look back at it, conversational subject. Now, one possibility is to separate 130 brands into two companies, two separate companies. One company focus on, focuses on local news and the other focuses on national news. You can't have the best of both worlds. Even Murdoch and Rothermere know that. You can't effectively run local and national news brands under one umbrella. And Reach is a tadpole compared to whales like Murdoch and Rothermere. Many of you would have heard of Rupert Murdoch or Fifth Camp Rothermere. Any, how many of you have heard of Jim Mullen? Not many. So this spin-off, which is what this would be, so spinning off the national brands, Daily Express, Miramar, Daily Star and other national brands with an ageing audience as their consumer base, that might be quite effective. They could spin off, spin it off, in, spin them off the national, spin the national brands off into a new company, call this new company Reach Global, and Reach will own, let's say, twenty to thirty percent of Reach Global. So Reach PLC will, with this spin off, Reach PLC will relinquish the majority control and ownership of its national brands, but it will raise a hell of a lot of money. That will give it the ability to modernise its local brands. And this will avoid them going bankrupt at some point in the near future. It's a trade-off. Loss in majority ownership and control of big brands. In return, they raise money to avoid inevitable bankruptcy of the smaller brands. Plus, spinning off the new company with the national brands will allow it to raise new capital, which will help avoid those national brands going bankrupt when obsolete, when tabloids go obsolete. To me, this is a good trade-off. Now, I have two potential outcomes. Now, I have two potential outcomes should occur with what I'll mention. The new company, Reach PLC, could be publicly listed on the stock exchange. This will raise new capital that can then be invested into modernising and automating the older brands within Reach Global. Dex, Mira, Star, blah, blah, blah. This will also raise money for Reach PLC. And I'll give you an example. Let's say that the new company spun off Reach, Glo Reach Global. The new company gets valued, uh, let's say, £150 million, for example. Reach PLC retains 30% majority ownership of Reach Global. This boosts Reach PLC's assets by £45 million because 30% of a company valued at £150 million equates to £45 million. So Reach PLC has a boost in their assets. Good. Reach PLC sells 30% of the company, Reach Global, and it receives a £45 million windfall. This money goes into what I mentioned regarding investments into local brands to avoid bankruptcy. The odd 
is sold to investors and £60 million of new money will enter the new REACH global company. And this new money goes to investing into the brand to modernise them. Automation. Put into concepts like maybe Miracast, Dex Live, Dex is short for Daily Express, a podcast investment fund. So 30% of the new company, Reach Global, with the national brands, will be owned by Reach PLC. 30% will be sold off, sold off so Reach PLC can boost its, boost its cash. And 40% will be sold off, and that money will goes into Reach Global, which will then be used to invest, to modernise the brands, national brands, and to avoid bankruptcy when tabloids go obsolete. It's a very good deal. Or another possibility is a SPAC. Set up a SPAC, Special Purpose Acquisition Company. This SPAC goes public onto the London Stock Exchange and raise capital to buy out the new holdings company set up by Reach PLC. These types of spin-offs, and these are just examples, by the way, these examples of spin-offs will save all of Daily Express's brands. Why? Because a new capital raised from the spin-offs will modernise a network of brands. Yes, they may have to be separated into two companies, but as a whole, the brands will be modernised. Modernised so they could target millennials and Gen Z. Invest some new money into ChatGBT and automating part of the workforce. Create the subsidiary Miracast Network. And this company solely invests into up-and-coming young podcasters. The future of British media. Invest into live streaming with new concept like Dex Live. Live streaming. Talk shows. A Q&A show similar to BBC Question Time format. Everyone's doing it. Why don't Reach PL? Why don't brands like Daily Express or The Mirror do it? Dex Live can replicate what Talk Radio done with Talk TV. Instead of it being broadcast, it will be solely online. It's not worth investing into broadcast nowadays. It's a dying area. These types of deals will be quite complicated and unorthodox, but are very, very possible. They happen all the time around the world. There's probably over 10 different types of spin-off deals that can be done here. I'm going to explore some of them more. And if I do come up with something that's potential, then I will publish my opinion on the spin-off strategy. On the spin-off strategy. I just need to gain some more feedback on my ideas from City Folk helping me with a project. Nothing is set in stone yet, but these are just a couple of examples of many. Reach is such, is so is underperforming so much, the options are endless. And I'm not the only one that's pissed with Reach PLC. There's many out there that are pissed that this company is completely underperforming. So what's my plan now? Well, from February, I'll be embarking upon this activist campaign and I'll be publishing a lot on my Twitter and I'm probably going to do a couple of more shows about it. I'll be calling for due diligence on Reach's finances, trying to acquire public awareness. I'll be buying more stock in Reach PLC throughout this year. And I'm going to be lobbying shareholders. And just here's a quick list of a few of some of Reach's main shareholders. Its biggest shareholder is M&G Investments. They own 14%. Aberforth Partners owns 10%, Slater Investments 5.5%, Schroders 5%, Dimensional Fund 
4.5%. And there's a load of other more smaller shareholders, but the list is quite long. On the, so, on the basis of transparency, I am going to be publishing, because I'm such a transparent guy, on the basis of transparency, because at the end of the day, I want Reach's stock price to go up more. Long term, because the more it goes up, the more money I'm going to make. Especially if I buy, buy more throughout this year, when the stock price does get hit, because the global stocks are going to take a hit this year, because a lot of companies are going to produce losses. Chances are, Reach is going to be one of them. So yeah, I'm going to be publishing a lot of my actions, material and analysis on this. Now, I don't kid myself that I'm some sort of knight in shining armour that will change real Reach PLC. I'm just a small-time schmuck trading my own money, so I don't expect wonders. To Reach PLC, I'm just a little donut. But it it's more based on the Britain's financial services as a whole. Britain's financial services sector is stuck in the 90s. It's lost in a land of synergy with the old yes sir, no sir, free bags full sir. An industry that looks at the average person as dumb money because they've not got much money. This is slowly changing and we've seen in the past couple of years it's changing in America. The retail investor holds a lot of weight in America now and it's going to happen here. It is. This will soon change because it's a profitable thing to change UK's financial services sector. The city has ultimately failed in selling the stock market to not only the British people, but also the world. I tell a lot of them about it regularly. No, not many of them don't like it. The ones on the younger side, they agree with me. But yeah, the UK's financial services has failed in promoting itself to the world. Not not just it. Well, I wouldn't say failed in promoting itself. It's failed in selling the stock market to the British people and to the world. And UK's financial services sector relies heavily on the stock market. But they're like, you know what, forget British stock market. Let's care about America or Europe or elsewhere. No, focus more on Britain. But I don't expect this sectoral change to occur with this campaign. So yes, I'm being a bit of a visionary and ambitious with this activist campaign. But I'm sticking to reality and rationality. Meaning, I have low expectations. I don't expect what I propose to reach PLC to come into play. The more shareholders I lobby and win over, the more chance I've got. But at the moment, I've won over zero other shareholders in reach PLC. Now, I love for many Brits, especially the average mum and dad investor, to look at what I'm doing as a template on how to modernise Britain's public listed companies the ones that are still stuck in the 90s because there's many other reaches out there many many other reach plcs out there if you own stock in a company you have voting rights in that company so take advantage of it the more brits understand this the more we can change the face of uk plc sounds mad but <laughs> and a bit leftist but let's bring some shareholder solidarity to the British stock market. There's power in many numbers. I hope you lot enjoyed the show. And any questions on Reach PLC or my campaign, then feel free to give us a message. Until the next show, have a prosperous and productive time.
Thank you for listening. Laters.